of Brother Reg. I'm your host, Reg Allen, and I'm here joined with my friends. I'm Christina Paisley. I'm London Parsons. And I'm Marco Reyes. Marco, are you from uh, Mud Lake, (laughs) by chance? I thought it was called Crystal Lake. It used to be called Crystal Lake. I'm from downtown LA. (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, I'm I'm pumped to have our visit today. So we've got a couple of things that we're going to visit about. And first, I want to remind everyone about the challenge, the million-dollar challenge. To take a single dollar, nothing else but a dollar, your time and your creativity, and see how quick you can make it one million (laughs) dollars. So that's the challenge, which I'm pretty pumped about. And as a matter of fact, um, someone was talking to me about creating a YouTube channel with it and a Facebook group just so that we can start having community based on the people that are taking the challenge, the people that are, are what they're doing, the best practices, which I think is going to be pretty fun. So more to come about that later on this episode. But first, I want to start with a question from Sister London. <laughs> what you got? What okay. you been thinking about? Well, I just thought about this in my class today, but... um. I guess the question is essentially, what's more important, to care too much or to care too little? About what? Uh, I don't know, anything. In this context, it was about sales management and, um, you know, your sales reps in this case. Like, um, do you care too much about them and set really high expectations? Or do you, you know, just kind of let them go? But then I feel like that kind of shows you don't really care that much. Does that kind of make sense? what you thinking I don't know I feel like there has to be like a midway point but I don't know how you find that I'm always like over the top I feel like I set really high expectations for myself but also those around me but that doesn't allow them to grow and so that's where I feel like I have to step back and let them set their own expectations that's it it's uh if you want to ever create stress in people hold them accountable to something they can't control Right, and and uh, a while back, I read an article online that said it gave the definition or an equation for happiness. It was uh, minus it's reality expectations. minus expectations yeah. equals happiness. Mm-hmm. I think um, with that working definition, I think that there's some parts to it that are worth considering. Uh, if I've if I've got expectations that I'm going to be a fast food worker and make nine bucks an hour for my life. And then I get a job that pays twenty bucks an hour. Um, I take that. I take that expectation minus out the reality, and I ended up with a surplus, right? And and that would mean that my happiness was higher. So so one of the tricky things is, is that some people might listen to that that uh, that equation and say, "Well, I guess that means that I should do away with my expectations, so I'd be happy." And I think that's incomplete, too. I may do that. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I literally in class today said to our group, I take, I've been practicing by taking away all expectations of those around me so that I'm not disappointed. And I'm so much happier. Well, I think taking away <laughs> expectations of other people 
I think we can have expectations of ourselves, maybe not like unrealistic ones, but of I can't have an expectation on how, you know, my classmate is going to treat me or whatever, or how the grocery store clerk treats me because I, I may at some point be disappointed by that. But we can have expectations of ourselves, but like, but like Reg was saying, it's, it's not necessarily having no expectations, but having realistic expectations for who we are right now. This is, this is one of those things where I'd say, um, I think where the equation goes wrong most of the time and where people's happiness plummets is that oftentimes people will take one part of the equation. So, so take this, people will take their future expectations minus out their current reality and always be at a major deficit. So you can't take your future expectations of yourself and then take a look at your current reality and expect to have a surplus and be happy. If if you're going to take future expectations and measure yourself against future expectations, you would, in a sense, have to take your future reality and project that out to be able to see what that equation equaled. And for the most part, we tend to only do one of those in future tense and one of them in current. Mm. So if if we were to set our expectations based on our current environment and then minus out our reality, I think we'd find out that we're pretty close to par. The uh, it, a few a few generations ago, people you know some of the people in the Great Depression were in a situation where they grew up not expecting hardly anything financially. And it turned out that they became really, really better off. You know, the next generation became a lot better off financially. They set expectations that were fairly low, far exceeding them, and were happy. And they raised the next generation to say, you can do anything you want. You can be anything you want. And then we get to this this point where then we grow up in this expectation that we can achieve anything we want in this high bar, only to find out that ultimately, man, it's really hard to live up to that bar. And then all of a sudden, happiness starts plummeting. Mm. And so the intention was right. Hey, be anything you want to be. But it originally, it, it originated from people that had expectations exceeded because they didn't expect near as much. So, so we've got to, we've got to kind of reset that expectation. I think it's generational more than anything that man when we're not meeting our own expectations are they our expectations or are we accepting expectations of others and putting them on ourselves and expecting to find happiness in that way i I think when it comes to a management style there's something powerful if if you're my subordinate and you're one of my team members in a sales environment and i sit down with you and i say hey london here's the deal i want to find out what it is that's within your power and what is it that your KPIs are or your key performance indicators? What can you control that you would like to commit to this week to help further get closer to the reality that you'd like to achieve? By you taking the time to decide what that is and then me as a supervisor holding you responsible and accountable for that, we're now dealing in realities that you can control versus having the stress of results that you might not be able to control. So as a manager, when I come to you and I sit down and hold you accountable, it's not holding you accountable for something that I made up. 
It's holding you responsible for some things that you held yourself responsible of that we expect it moves towards the reality that that helps bring results. I don't know. Just a thought. Crazy? No, I, I agree with it a lot. I liked what you were saying about how we kind of have these like huge expectations of ourselves because you know the world is at our feet and we're like drowning in opportunity and we expect ourselves to excel in every I know for myself I expect excellence in every area of my life and then when I don't meet excellence it is the most unhappy feeling even if I do get above average which is it's, it's very, crazy. It's it is crazy, and it's very difficult to kind of break that cycle within yourself. That's a great question, London. Thank you. Can I tell you guys about the journey of the last few days? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. My dollar. Please. First of all, mm-hmm. how much you guys got, <laughs> London? No comment. <laughs> I got one dollar and like five unfinished finals, so I can't. <laughs> I have a dollar. You In my dollar? head, I have a million. Does that count? Oh, <laughs> take that to the bank and find out. <laughs> so here's the deal on, uh, just a few days ago, I started with the dollar and I just wanted to know, first of all, I went to lunch with a friend and a friend gave me a dollar and I was like, Hey, how awesome that I'm not even starting off with my own dollar. <laughs> and I made a commitment that for my first dollar growth that I would sell the dollar. So I walked around and found a stranger and I went up to him and said, Hey, I'll sell, I'm selling a dollar. Do you want to buy a dollar? And he said, how much? I'm like, two bucks. He's like, why would I, why would I spend two bucks on a dollar? I'm like, to be a part of something awesome. (laughs) He's like, okay. And then he had pulled out $2 and handed it to me. I'm like, this is working out pretty well. (laughs) And then he had a friend with him and I said, Hey, I'm selling two bucks for three bucks. You want to buy it? And he's like, why in the world would I pay three bucks for two bucks? I'm like, to be a part of something awesome. And then he, did he was reluctant. Mm. And then I said, I'll tell you what, I'll sign one of the dollars for you. He has no clue who I am. I just like pulled, I'm like, do you got a pen with you? He pulls out a pen. I sign the dollar and then he exchanges me. So then there's a guy that's sitting at the table. It's totally skeptical. I don't know any of these guys. Looks at me totally skeptical, and for the challenge of it, I said, hey, I'm selling these $3 for $10. And this guy just looks at me like, no. And so I ended up saying, uh, we we went back and forth a little bit, and I, I tried to tell him that he should do it to be a part of something awesome, but he wasn't buying it. And so I said, I'll tell you what, you give me, I'll give you the $3, you give me $10, and I'll give you a 30-minute coaching session. And so he looks at me, and he, he has no idea who I am, and he's like, what are you, like a life coach? And I looked at him, I said, straight face, I said, no. <laughs> he's like, well, what are you then? And just straight face, right, looking him right in the eyes, I just said, I'm Reg. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took like, and then he took this awkward pause, and then he pulled out 10 bucks. No way. He really no. did, so... There I was at 10. Have you had that coaching session with him? So I scheduled it and he was a no-show, which is really sad because I don't know who he is. Shoot. Dang. He didn't come. So then uh, 
And then later that day, I told someone that I was selling compliments. And they said, how much is a compliment? I said, it's one buck. And so they said that they would take one, and then I gave a nice compliment. He liked it so much that he Venmoed me 10 bucks instead of a buck. So here's the deal. I just kept rolling. Um, I was sitting with my wife, Sarah Lynn. We were at a Mexican restaurant on Friday night, basically day two of the challenge. And we were sitting there in the restaurant, and I, I told Sarah Lynn, I tell students all the time that if they want to make it big, they got to be willing to get their hands dirty, even if it means cleaning the toilets. And so then I come up with this crazy idea. I went on to Google, and I took an image of, of someone cleaning a toilet. It wasn't an image of me, because I don't really know how to do it, and there would have been no proof that I knew how to do it. But anyways, I, uh, I posted on all of the community Facebook pages that I was willing to personally clean their toilet as part of an experiment for five bucks a toilet. I posted this at like five o'clock at night, five or six at night. The next day on Saturday, I cleaned over 30 clients' toilets all over Rexburg, (coughs) which really, I learned a lot, a lot. I started like 7.45 in the morning and went until 4.40 in the afternoon no lunch break, cleaned a ton of toilets. Some people took pity on me, and I must have looked hungry because people like started giving me a grilled cheese sandwich and like granola bars. Guys, here's the deal. How many days are we in? How many days am I into this challenge? Five. We had the last the last one we did on the yeah. fourth, so we're five days in. So right now, I've got. I can tell you exactly how much I have from the one dollar. Right now, I have $447.28. Oh, man. I'm at $447.28. Wait, so you did you did 30 on Saturday for 5 bucks each. There's I did. A, there's 150 So you, just from selling compliments and stuff like that, like the, yeah, so the I, rest of it, you just did like selling dollars? Uh, last... Uh, a little bit different. Last night, my uh, my six-year-old boy was, was in my room, and I told him that I was working. My kids know I'm working on the challenge. Mm-hmm. And my kid saw one of these yummy treats that we brought back from the Netherlands, and he's like, can I have one of those? And I'm like, it's for sale. <laughs> he's like, how much? I said, a dollar. So he went and got four quarters and brought it back. Oh, there was, was a dollar. This? Fenton. Oh. And He's so then the I and then I put it in my then I put it into my account. And then I was sitting there and I'm like I said Fenton, you want to buy more stuff? And he's like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I said He goes like, "What?" And I'm like, "I want you to buy your bed." <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what he'd say. And he thought for a minute. He's like, "How much?" I said, "How much will you pay?" And he said, "10 cents." I'm like, okay, it's a deal. So he went into his room and got 10 cents, brought it back, and then I logged the account with an additional 10 cents. For real. Wow. (laughs) Okay, wait, guys. We can... I know people that have gone around to apartments, and they're like, if you give me a dollar, we'll take out your trash. Yeah. And, like, they straight up took everybody's trash out in the whole building. 
So you know where I'm going to be this Saturday. You should do <laughs> it. Gates. And you know what? Marco, forget about Saturday, dude. Do it tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> No, we're, we're really tired. <laughs> we're yeah. so tired. Yeah. Success doesn't take naps or sleep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it does take exams and finals. <laughs> All week this week, baby. You go get five bucks first. I'm telling you, my knees right now, it's surprising that my pants don't show like blood stains on my knees because <laughs> I clean so many toilets. All right, I do have to tell one embarrassing thing. Oh no! Oh, no. no! Yeah, we. There was one of the <laughs> oh, there was one of the toilets that I was cleaning, one. and while I was cleaning it, first of all, I did a legit cleaning job, like so good that people were taking pictures of it, and uh, okay. London, London's you dying. You guys should see everyone's faces in here. <laughs> They're this dying. Is, this is real. And so I woke I'm, up to this text so on the weekend, same. by the way. I'm sitting there cleaning the toilet and there was some there was some brownish things. Fecal matter. Fecal matter all over inside the toilet. No. And I was cleaning it by hand. I got these big gloves so my hand was in the toilet, like moving it around and I was talking with the people that I was that I was working for. First of all, Big shout out to all my clients. I love you. Um, anyway, so I'm moving, I'm cleaning it around, and I moved my hand just wrong so that I squirted the dirty, the dirty water, and it splashed up into the corner of my mouth and onto no. my face. And so that I didn't want to create social tension or awkwardness for the people I was talking to, so I just like brushed it with my shoulder and then just keep kept cleaning and pretend like it was no big deal. I can honestly say that was one of the craziest, like, here's the deal. I spent the entire day busting my hump. Oh, first of all, I got to say this also. There's some people that gave me a straight up tip. Not only did I get some tips, I also had multiple people Venmo me $5, including people that I don't know in exchange for me not coming to see and clean their toilet. That's how much love is going on in support of my experiment. Oh my gosh, Rich. I mean, I, I also, uh, there's a young man named Cole down in Provo that took this challenge. And Cole sent me pictures this la last night, I think, actually. He made a poster, and on the poster it said, Social Experiment... Uh, donate here and then on the bottom of the poster at the bottom of the poster it says max five dollars and I'm like I love every part of this poster I think what I love most about it is first of all that he had the guts to just do it and then what he did was he literally sat there and I think he was on a date he sat there in some corner of Provo with this poster and just straight up waited until people came to give him money. And I think he said he got 12 bucks. And you know what? If you pull that off as a date, make a cute poster, collect 12 bucks towards your journey for a mill, I love it. 
And he's got like a stereo system like in the image and a hat where people put the money. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. One of the things he one of the things he shared with me privately about it, um, I guess it's not too private if I'm gonna share it with the whole world. Um I just love this. Let me let me read it to you. He says uh He says, Dude, thanks so much for this challenge. I'm consumed with how to make a million or how to make my one dollar into a million. I spent the last 30 minutes in the shower just dreaming of different possibilities, and I'm having so much fun. I just think, and this is an incredibly successful young man, but for him to be pumped about something, and you know what? I actually ended Saturday, I was beat, just physically exhausted. But there was something amazing about being gritty and dirty and doing what it took towards a goal that just I felt a sense of pride about. And it's almost like with the challenges, it allows me to be able to just let go of all my preconceived ego and all of the the ideas that I'm above this or whatever it is, and to just let it go. Like for me to go sell a dollar for $2 to a total stranger, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. To go clean people's dirty, poopy toilets for five bucks, like... That was one of the best things I've done in a long time. I got to tell you about the cutest client that I had. Um, and it, and it honestly, I think it turned into something a little bit more special than I was expecting. Um, I had cleaned tons of toilets, which was just crazy. Um, but uh, there was a lady named Sarah Lynn that when I got done with the day, she sent me a message and said, are you willing to clean three more toilets? And I said, yeah, absolutely, bring it on. Are you, a, are you a paying customer? And she said, yes. And so I went to this home. It was a beautiful home. And I'm telling you, the lady was beautiful and kind, and I was kind of just taken in by her. But I made sure that I did a killer job on the toilets there. And, and those three toilets instead of $15... She paid out of her personal budget $20, which is a $5 tip. And I'm proud to say, that's my wife, baby. (laughs) My wife was the best paying client that I had. Wow. Love that. And, (laughs) And by the time you've cleaned 30 toilets, cleaning another toilet is not that big of a deal. I'm good. So you gained a skill. I gained a skill. And the irony of me making that money to clean the toilets when I pay someone to clean my toilets at home actually is kind of ironic. I think I do a good job. I think you guys should pretend that I do just for the sake of being impressed. Dude, I think you do a great job. Yeah. I didn't see any of them. Okay, so here's the deal. (laughs) Now Now the pressure's on. I want to know, I want to know from the three, so you three in here represent probably a lot of people. They hear the challenge, they're like, oh yeah, cool, that sounds great. And then all of a sudden you leave, the motivation dies down. What? Why? Why are we still sitting at a dollar? Why are you still sitting at a dollar? 
I'm just curious. Because I think you represent probably, I'll bet the reasons behind why you still have a dollar is probably a good representation of a lot of people that take the challenge. Finals. I, I'm about to move states, and I'm just so busy. Okay, so just just plain busy. Just I'm a college student. I'm super busy. Yeah, but I, I I do plan on doing it, and I hate that I'm a representation of this right now, because typically I would jump in both feet. What would stop you from jumping in both feet right now? Did you ever take spreadsheet analysis? <laughs> I don't believe in spreadsheets. Neither do I, dude. But I gotta take it. London. Um, there's a couple things holding me back, uh, but I'll share a different one. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, there's a couple of real reasons, but I'll share the one that I'm comfortable with. Having, having <laughs> well, low-key, I'm Canadian, so that's a big factor. But Dude. Wait, what? Um, later. Anyways, so, but one of the things, like, I think for me, for sure, I guess is, I don't know, like, really where to start. I've got a bunch of ideas, and I think, really, it's just about just picking one and just going with it and then I can do another one another time but I'm like well I could do like an Etsy shop could do like sell stuff on Facebook marketplace uh, this this Lon- makes tons of sense London and I actually did have this conversation on the weekend how we both planned on doing it but we both we're like, okay, we're going to plan out every step totally everything get it. that's going to happen whereas most of the dudes that we've seen they just are, do it. They, who are taking the challenge, they just like full send. full send. They're just like, okay, I'm just going to sell a dollar and then I'll have two dollars. I got to have a plan, you know? And then, yeah, London and I are like, okay, well, once I get to this amount, I'll, then I'll do this and then I'm probably going to invest in this. And it's like. Isn't it interesting? Seriously. So here, here's, uh, here's what I'd say. And you know what? Honestly, this goes back to what I learned from Sheryl Sandberg in her Lean In book. Lean In, yeah. She talks about how men tend to apply for jobs that they're far underqualified to apply for, but they just apply. And you know what? Sometimes they end up getting them. And on average, the statistics show that the women that were applying for jobs wait until they had like nearly 100% of the qualifications before they apply, mm-hmm. which jacks women from those possibilities, which drives me crazy. Yeah, I believe it's called the Peter Syndrome. I, no joke. I think it's like some sort of... Are you? Everyone's laughing at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, Why do you got to blame Peter? <laughs> <laughs> no, because like they're, they're talking about how people who are totally underqualified... Well, people will get hired into their job and then they're totally under they're they get promoted to a position that they're totally underqualified underqualified for and everyone's just always being promoted into positions that they're underqualified for and so they end up having like this totally incapable sales force or or like employee base and it's it's just like a product of why do you have to, why does it have to be named after a man i think it's because of the apostle peter <laughs> Come on. I, I, that's what they said it was. Okay, I'm going to look this up now that I'm like... Oh, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> so, in addition to the Christina syndrome... The, you, okay. <laughs> so, Marco. Yeah. What you got, man? I have a dollar. 
I know. I have a dollar. Hey, hey, Tell hey, us. hey, Um, I, I, I think it's interesting because they said most guys just went out and sold. You think is this really a gender thing? I don't know because I'm still planning. I haven't done anything. You know what my plan is? I wanted to. I want to start teaching piano lessons again, and I want to make my money there. Because that's like something I know that I can just like invest a lot of time into that I feel passionate about. I just calculated how much money I made first time I taught piano lessons, and I started with zero dollars and made six hundred forty dollars in awesome. four months. And I was very proud of that, but then a lot of students quit. So <laughs> here we are, and I never got students again because I was always going and coming and. And here I am until I graduate, so. But I guess, I don't know. You know, I want to start charging people for the photography that I do for them. But I'm always afraid that they're going to pay me and then I won't give them good pictures. So here's the deal. These are all valid reasons. These are all valid excuses, right? But valid excuses don't create million dollars. Let's make it happen. I would like to hire London. <laughs> for what? <laughs> I have an image in mind that I would like someone to create for me. Done. And I would like to pay you $10. I'll accept it. Just to start. And it can be just sketched. doesn't need to be like... I don't expect you to spend a gazillion minutes on, on my sketch. Okay? Deal. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pay you right now. Really? Yep. Wow. He's got a lot of faith in me. <laughs> There's the $10. Thank you. I'm at $11 now. That's $10 US. That's like $20 Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Feels know, it's $16.50. It's $13.50 Canadian. Penny. It is actually and then And then, Marco? Yeah. Would you, would you be willing to, to edit... Our uh, our first podcast for five dollars. Yes, I would. There's your five dollars. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. I think the power is in right now, and and there's always a reason. Like it takes mental toughness to push past the nervous feeling. Here's what I'd like to do. What time is it? All right. I would like to. I would like the four of us right now. To leave and go make a dollar from someone right now and just roll the dice on the guts. I've got a plan. Are you guys willing to throw caution into the wind, let go of all ego, and just roll with it? London on the track. I'm in. Marco. I'm so in. Christina. Yeah, I'm in. All right. We roll. Next episode, update. And we want to hear what you're... I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear if you took the challenge. I want to know what you're doing with the challenge. And I want to know... Like, let's share best practices. Send them to me. Just straight up send them to me. I want pictures. I want videos. I want to post them. Like... Guys, even if it's just you going from a dollar to two dollars, 
I want to see it. Send it. And that was a double meaning, because it seems like I would be cool if I say send it. Full, Full send. send. Full baby. send. <laughs> Full send, send, baby. I can't even get the double meaning right. You'll get there. So send it to regallen at gmail.com. R-E-D-G-E-A-L-L-E-N at gmail.com. You can also text it to me. Please put me on lots of spam list. I, w- I would love that. 208 208- Two five four zero eight three three. I'm sure there's all kinds of etiquette reasons why I shouldn't give out my cell, but that's it. Call me. I want to hear it. Ooh. As always, send me good info, positive things, any of the negative things. Marco, London, Christina, <laughs> they will accept your messages and I will forward them on. <laughs> Peace, my friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>